0: Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam wa ala Rasulillah wa It's really never too early to begin preparing for the month of Ramadan. The Prophet would fast extensively in the month of Sha'ban. And we also know that the month of Sha'ban was known as Şahru al-Qurra because it's when the reciters of the Qur'an would begin their intensive preparation for leading the prayers in Ramadan. Some of them would even shut down their shops. One of the things that we can do as regular Muslims to begin to prepare for the month of Ramadan is to learn the duas that the Prophet Sallallahu would make frequently throughout the month of Ramadan or at specific times in the month of Ramadan. Now du'a is important in the life of the Muslim at all times, not just in Ramadan. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, الدعاء al العبادة. That du'a is the essence of worship. Everything that we do, every act of worship has du'a connected to it either explicitly or implicitly. But du'a in the month of Ramadan is especially important. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, there are three I mean, three categories of people whose dua is not rejected, meaning that it is answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He mentioned from amongst them, wasa'imu hatta yuftir, the one who is fasting until he breaks his fast. Meaning that at that time, when you are starving for food, but you're feeding your soul. It is one of the best times to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But not just when you're fasting. The entirety of the month of Ramadan, when those gates of heaven are open, when the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is close. It is that time when you want to be calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, familiarizing yourself with your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala, man Allah, fi shidda those who get to know Allah Subhanahu wa Taala at times of prosperity, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will know them at their time of difficulty. So, what about du'a in Ramadan? It is so special that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala specified a verse about du'a and placed it in the middle of those verses that deal with the Ahkam, al-siyam or the rulings that are related to fasting. Those verses that come in Surah Al-Baqarah that are specific to the month of Ramadan, right there in the middle, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala talks about calling upon him, invoking him, making dua to him. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, ibadi anni inni ujibu da'a. If my servants ask you, O Muhammad, about me, then I am near. I answer the call of the caller when he calls upon me. This, in the context of Ramadan, shows us how important it is for us to make this a month of not just fasting, but a month of dua, a month of calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do we do that? And what's the best dua that we can make? No doubt. The du'a that the Prophet ﷺ himself would make is the best du'a that any of us can make. He was sent as guidance for mankind. He was the uswatun hasana. He was the best example for us. So the du'as that he makes are the du'as that we should make. Does this mean that if you have a particular circumstance or something that you want to just call upon Allah for from your heart that you shouldn't do that? Absolutely not. Of course, we all have our own needs and our own circumstances, and we wanna call upon Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala from our heart. But when it comes to formula and the words that are being said, then there are absolutely no words that are better than the words that the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi used to call upon Allah. And this is why we want to learn the du'as of the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi That being said, many times, our memorization of the du'as of the Prophet Sallallahu is simply that we just memorize it. We, we, we know what the words are, but we don't really know what they mean. And sometimes they don't have that importance to us because we haven't really studied them. And it's very important that as we memorize these words of the Prophet which are the best words, the best formula, that we also know what they mean. Because if we don't know what they mean, then we can't actually have presence of mind. Our hearts won't be in it when we're making these du'as to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's a recipe for disaster. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept the du'a that comes from a heart that is inattentive or a heart that is distracted. How can we not have distracted hearts when we don't even actually know what we're saying? So this shows us the importance of not only learning the formula or the words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but also memorizing what these du'as mean, knowing what they mean when we call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what is going to put our heart in the du'a. And this is what we need for our du'a to be accepted. You know, Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions this beautiful uh, similitude of the, the bow, a worn out bow. So you have this worn out bow, when you pull it back, even if the arrow is a beautiful arrow, it's a really good arrow, it's not gonna go that far. Right? It's, it's not gonna pick up because the bow is worn out. Similarly, when you're calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if you're calling upon him with the dua of the Prophet, but your heart is not actually in the dua. You don't have the presence of mind because you don't really know what you're saying. The arrow is good, the dua is good but it's coming from a worn out bow because your heart is not into it. So we want our hearts to be into the du'as when we make these du'as lahi ta'ala. That's why in this series, we're not just going to tell you what the du'a is or what the formula is. We're also going to teach you lahi ta'ala some of those meanings. With that, we hope that you will learn the du'a, that you will learn what it means and that you will teach it to others. That's right teach it, convey it to others. Because if you do that, then you will be from amongst the people who are preserving the sunnah of the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam. And hopefully you will get the reward of someone who preserves the sunnah. The Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam said, may Allah make radiant the face of one who memorizes something that I have said and who conveys it to others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make your face radiant. May he grant you ease and success and give you the best in this life and the next.